0: As-salamu alaykum wa alhamdulillah wa salatu wa salam ala rasulillah wa alihi ashabi ajma'in. as alaykum
1: guys. Wa alaykum as wa wa barakatuh. How are you guys doing today?
0: I'm good, I'm good. How are you <laughs> doing? I'm good, i can, I never complain. Never complain. I've
2: been blessed by Allah. So, so
0: talk about uh your iman.
2: So yeah, like this episode, I mean, a lot of people ask us like, oh, like about knowledge, about the iman, getting better on your deen or like ways to increase your iman and like how you know you're increasing your iman right so this is a, it's not as complex as a lot of people think it's more of like drive like determination to to want to better your iman like that in itself that's bettering your iman like if you want to <laughs> what what was that <laughs> dude <laughs> okay but yeah that in itself is like a way of you bettering your iman Because that's like you instilling in yourself That you want to be better You want to do better And that you seek Allah's help to do better But you can only look to Allah To help you better your iman Like the first step
0: is the initiation like, Yeah
2: like it's just, it's just like the five pillars of Islam Like the first step of you becoming a Muslim Is you making your, your, your the declaration of faith Saying that like you believe that there's no one worthy of worship but Allah the same thing is like if you're already Muslim and you feel like your Iman is weak you have to make a declaration saying like oh I'm gonna better myself like I'm gonna get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because with that drive it's gonna like like it'll it'll ignite something in you but it can't be one of those like you know late night thoughts talking about oh yeah no I need to get better and then the
1: next morning you forget it like you, you don't do anything about it mm-hmm. like yeah for real dude People be sitting here at late night. they would be getting motivated. They'll be like, yeah, I'm going to set 10 alarms for Fudger. They wake up for Fudger. Hold on, bro. <laughs> Five <more> minutes. Like, <laughs>
2: like, even me, even me, I'm guilty of, of doing that in the past where, like, I'd say I'd be thinking late at night because later at night is like, where I guess sometimes where I get like my best thoughts or something that are the mm-hmm. deepest thoughts. And like, you'll think about something like, oh, I need to do such and such. And you'll be like, all right, bet. I'm starting this tomorrow. But see, a real a real person, like someone who's truly dedicated, they get up right there and do it. It's really that internal dialogue that you have with yourself when you're truly understanding who you are as
0: a person. You know, those late night, like you said, those late night thoughts where you truly under, like you're having the internal dialogue with yourself, questioning yourself, questioning your life's choices. And it's the initiation. Like you have to do something. You are what you do, not what you say you do.
2: Yeah. You not. Like, it's, like, it's your action. Like your action yeah. will speak louder than anything that you could say. And like for myself, like let's say, no, not for myself. Like, like, like let me give you an example. If someone says, oh, they need to start praying more. Like they, they're lacking on the prayers. They don't pray five times a day. They pray like maybe two, three. Sometimes they don't pray, right? And they have the, that late night thought talking about, I need to start praying. So I'm going to start praying tomorrow. You know, if you really want to like test yourself on the fact that if you're going to dedicate yourself to this, you're going to truly like get through with it. With this motivation, this new newly found inspiration, then you can get up right there and pray raka'ah, mm-hmm. do something like, because the Prophet والسلام, said <laughs> that whenever a hardship befell him, he'd pray raka'ah. Mm-hmm. and that that's for anything. That that raka'ah that you pray if you, if a hardship befalls you, you could even pray that after asr. Like that, that's how like important something like that is. Like you you could even though you're not supposed you know you're not supposed to pray soon after asr, right? Mm-hmm. But he said you could do it even then, like. Even for myself, if a hardship befalls me now, I didn't know that for for a while. I didn't know that you could just pray to God, but trust me, it works. It's like people think like virtues of these certain types of uh, nafal prayers or these sunnah prayers. They don't like you don't see the the virtues as much. But trust me, you see the virtues way more than you think. bro. That's important.
0: Seeing the virtues like people would neglect the sunnah, or like the nafal or the wajib, like they don't neglect it. But there's it's still virtues. It's still good for you in some sort of way. Like the way I like to think of it. Humans were physical, we're mental, and we're spiritual beings. Yeah. Do not neglect your spirituality. Like just like how you can do extra for your physicality and your mental, you can do extra for your spiritual. That's your, your, spiritual your, your sunnah, your wajib, like, nafil. Like don't neglect it. And that directing like direct correlation between your spirituality is your iman. It's direct yeah. correlation with each other.
1: Okay. So let's talk about things that Weak, that makes our iman weak. So you have people who, for for instance, one of the first things you're not praying your five daily prayers, mm-hmm.
0: neglecting spirituality,
1: neglecting. Okay, so we're gonna go with, uh, and list some ways on like what you're doing. So mm-hmm. not praying your five daily prayers, you're not reading the Quran, and not only not just reading the Quran, pondering over the over the mm. Quran because you can't just read the Quran. You have to ponder over the Quran. You have to question the Quran. You have to you have to really try to connect yourself to it. Mm-hmm. Another thing not uh neglecting neglecting seeking knowledge you know not mm-hmm. watching enough lectures not going to enough khutbahs not not going to the friday prayer not going to the masjid you know these types of things surrounding yourselves around the wrong types of people these these things they all lower your iman like look imagine you're in a circle of 10 people and 10 people are not praying and you're the only one who who wants to pray you're going to feel like you're doing something wrong because that's that's all you see around you you know the people around you aren't praying and then when you start praying it's something strange you know like it, it looks like something you don't have to do but in reality mm. it, it hurts you
0: another thing that kills your iman is like look what you're feeding your five senses the things you listen to are filth. You're listening to music. The things you see is filth. You look at bad stuff. The things you eat, the things you taste is filth. You're eating haram foods. Pork. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, 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 what else? The things you touch is filth. You're touching a haram woman for you. Like, think about what you're feeding yourself. Exactly. Are, are all these good for your heart? They're not good for your heart.
2: It's like a true battle with the nefs. Like, you, you said, like, we're, we're spiritual beings. We're, we're mental and we're physical. But the thing is, with spirituality, spirituality will connect to all aspects like you could be physical without being spiritual you could be mental without being uh spiritual or physical right but you you can't be like you can be uh if you don't have your spiritual then what, you likely won't yeah. have the other two what good does like, your mentality and your, your physicality good spiritually, do spiritually then you could you could have a good mental and uh, with the result um, you'll have a good physical or mm-hmm. at least you'll be happy happy with like how you look physically yeah. right if you're good spiritually like if you're good inside your heart like Basically, think like, of your spiritual as your heart. Imagine your heart thinking- connects to everything. Your mm-hmm. heart—you need your heart to survive. You need your spiritual to survive. Exactly. You need that iman for you to ultimately survive. Like mm-hmm. you could be breathing, you could be living, but you could still be suffocating spiritually because you don't have that connection with Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Like the
0: way I think, I like to think about for for me personally, my spirituality, like and my iman is purpose. Like, what am I here for? Like, like are we all just matter? No. Like this isn't just the case. We have purpose. So like that always goes back to my spirituality. Like I'm doing this for a reason. God's watching. Always. No, if I want to get a good grade on a test, God's watching. Did I study for that test? Why would he give me the good grade if I didn't study? When I'm in competition, did I work hard enough? Did I train hard enough? Why would he let me win first if I didn't train hard enough? God's watching. Like, th- this is the spirituality. I have a basis. I have a, something that I build upon my dedication and my hard work.
2: It's, easy, it's even if, like, you, let's say you, you worked hard or you studied hard, but you didn't do well. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a lesson for you. Yeah. Maybe you will be repaid for your good yeah. works. If you
0: truly worked hard, though.
2: Yeah. Like, no, I'm saying if you work hard, but you probably didn't succeed there, there might be a different success awaiting you somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. different, a different, it's like, fact. thing that uh, maybe you got good deeds for, for what you did, even though that you didn't get success right then and there. Because success doesn't always come right like like this. You will see results over time as well. Like, practice eventually makes perfect. But at the same time, you have to keep, like, progressing forward and forward and forward. Like, not everything has to be good for you like if everything is good for you then you're you're not it takes, the life value, right. it takes the value yeah. good, gonna learn? Good, like, it takes the value out of good what are you going to learn if everything was good what like it takes the value out then good isn't a thing anymore yeah g- good is supposed to be jannah jannah everything is good in jannah yeah. like there's no there's no bad in jannah but here you're supposed to, like the test here is for you to also see that when you get to jannah look at the the value that jannah holds like yeah. i worked so hard in this even, life for, even in for this, this even even in this even in this life striving to do better like striving to make your Iman better
0: like you do you think it would be fulfilling if it was easy is It's only fulfilling because it was hard and you got yourself there. Like even like think about like, like maybe say you want to like for, for the gym, for example, say you want to bench 315 pounds, three, three wheels. If it was easy, would it be fulfilling? Would it fulfill you like your spirit's Like, dude, this was easy. Like you're going to try and go harder because that was too easy. Yeah. The only thing that makes it fulfilling and the only thing that makes it worthwhile and worth pursuing is the fact that it's hard. And the fact that it challenges you spiritually. This that is you your gotta spiritual. Yeah, you got to work for it. Yeah, you gotta work for it. It's the same thing with the iman. You think you're gonna increase your iman, you're gonna have this amazing taqwa, like like, and you're gonna Allah's gonna give you everything. Like, dude, you don't even read Quran?
1: Yeah, here's the
2: thing. Like you
0: don't even read his book. Like, think of like what, what were we saying in the Quran? Like every time Allah says Yah you aladina he's talking to you.
2: Exactly. Ya you al Like Anytime he, he's talking to mankind, he's talking to the believers, he's talking, he's talking to mankind, like he's challenging you, he's telling you something, he's giving you a command. Like imagine the people out there that don't read the Quran like
0: dude Allah he's he god sent down a book and like he's going to address you directly and you're just not going you're not going to listen you're not going you're not going to hear what your creator had to say for you
1: yeah i don't think but that's that's just the way it works with anything like imagine imagine like let's have a light bulb and I just leave the light bulb on the side, and I don't turn it on. Like, you know, and I'm wondering why, why? is there no light? <laughs> like, you, use, use your common sense here. And the other thing is, right? When it comes to our iman, right? The more the more bad deeds, the more sins that we indulge in, the the weaker our iman gets, mm-hmm. and vice versa. The more good deeds that we do, the the better our iman gets, and the more light that shines through. Because what did the Prophet <inaudible> say? He said, every time you do a bad deed, there's a black dot on your heart. And you and when people do so many bad deeds, their whole heart becomes black, then it becomes dead. Then what? Where's your iman gonna come from? Your iman comes from the heart. If your heart is not pure, where's your iman then? It's gone. Mm-hmm.
2: Do people not think like, do people not think that the word of Allah, like the Quran, that's a literal. That's a, a literal God. God. Yeah, amount. Like, 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 no. imagine, imagine, imagine like, okay, imagine like someone like Elon Musk, or someone very famous, very like uh renowned or whatever, very respected in our in our society. What if they wrote a book, a step-by-step on how to do whatever it is they do? Like, how to acquire wealth? This is something people desire nowadays. Step by step. Like every single thing you need to do to acquire the type of wealth, Elon Musk. Yeah, like would you not read that book? How many people would possibly buy or read it? Now, this is the word of God came down to you free, free of charge, as a mercy to you. And (laughs) people people want to put it off like it's like it's any other book. Like
0: this is the literal word Word of of God. This is like the literal, like the Think about like where you came from, like think about before you were born, did you exist here? No, you didn't. You came from somewhere. Think about this is your maker sending you, ya yeah, ayyuhal Oh, you who believe. He's telling you something. Ya ayyuhal Ya oh you people, It comes oh, from
2: Allah al mahfud that was written thousands of years before the like, earth sp- was, uh, sp- was even formed. Like oh, like this is the same word that Allah wrote from way before mankind was even
0: created. And you bring up an interesting point, right? You know, like, imagine Allah He like he tells us something in the Quran and there's there's Fulan out there, there's a, there's a, there's a Rajal out there, he, he begins to question him, dude, why is this haram? Like, what, like, it doesn't affect me, like eating pork, like, dude, why is this haram? Like They might ask this, even though there's scientific reasoning, there's reasoning, there's proof for why it is haram. Think about if a doctor were to tell you not to eat pork, you would trust it no matter. You
1: would trust him. You would yeah, trust his word. Yeah, that's 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 a really good point. When it comes to the doctor, you go to the doctor. They they prescribe you a medicine, a drug. you yeah, put in that they into describe, your body. They, they you prescri- don't even you, perks. you, don't, you <laughs> don't even know what it is. You just you just take it and with full with full yakin full, yaqin, trust, full, full trust. trust that that what I'm gonna take this. Oh, take it after this meal, three times a day, after this and that. And you do you try your best to follow this schedule, but Allah gives you Allah gives you guidance spiritually, mentally, and physically. And you want to sit here and deny. You want to sit here and question Allah. You want to sit here and question your maker, like. You wanna sit here and deny that there's gonna be an afterlife. Like, look, imagine what, what was our life before here? We're in the womb of our mother, right? Imagine me telling a, a kid in the womb of their mother, you're gonna be in a life, you're gonna be wearing clothes, you're gonna be going to school, you're gonna be doing these types of things. Like it's not gonna know anything what I'm talking about here. Like, nothing's gonna make sense. But when it comes to this world, I'm telling you, oh, there's a life after death. Increase your iman, read the book of Allah, read the uh the book of God, and you're gonna sit here and you're gonna deny, you're gonna say, I can put it off till tomorrow. Who who said you're gonna be here tomorrow? Who said you're gonna be here within the next 10 minutes? You can mm. die right now, mm. and then what? Can you return? Turn your soul back to your body. No, you can't. can't. No, you can't.
2: No, you can't. <laughs>
1: no, yeah. No, like.
2: Can't. Yeah. No. What, what you're saying was that's complete how, Like. Even nowadays, like the fitness, the fitness that we've seen. Yeah. Man. Like people, people are like they're comfortable with their iman a lot of the times. Like even me, people, people like they like to look at us. Like, oh yeah, we have a podcast. We talk about Islam. They think we're comfortable with our iman. Like, no. The thing is to never get comfortable. There's no comfort here mm-hmm. because. I'm I do not want to stay here. You know no, no want, one came want, here to become a I want to meet Allah. Yeah. I want yeah. to meet my creator. I want to meet my creator in a t a time that he's satisfied with me. Like the day of judgment, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is gonna be the most angry he's ever been. He's gonna he's gonna be angry, he's gonna be throwing people in the hellfire. Something that like it doesn't avail him at all. Throwing people in the hellfire is not, it doesn't help him. It doesn't it doesn't help us. It doesn't make it him happy. Us. Exactly. It doesn't make him happy. So I want to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of judgment at a time where he's like unto Jannah through my rahmah. Like everybody should be thinking about that, everybody should be wanting that, but a lot of people, they're a lot more comfortable in uh, the sense that, like, oh, if they do, if they do it, en- enough good deeds, even though they sin, they still think they can make it to uh, to Jannah. Like, that's, that's weak iman, whether you like it or not There's iman in everybody Because everybody's born on the fitrah Like, if you're a Muslim right now, there's going to be iman in you Especially if you believe in la ilaha illallah But la ilaha illallah is not enough That's why there's there's other pillars There's pillars of faith and there's pillars of uh, of Islam Like, these things are not just here just, to, for, like, just for you to look at, just for you to read about They're here for you to believe For you to have faith in Like, you can't just look at them You can't just read these things and think like um, That you have it like you
1: don't, you don't have, it. you never will have it probably because we all have to strive for that. Here, that's a good point because if we if we get to the point of talking about people being comfortable with their iman, if any if any human being was to say that or to be comfortable with their iman, it have to be the Prophet But a- yet a- he a- was a- the one who asked for forgiveness the most, and he's the one who prayed the most. But yet, we, who are we? Who are we nowadays to sit here and? we indulge in sin and do all sorts of bad deeds and we we do not we do the minimum of good deeds and we think that we're just going to enter Jannah through the rahmat of Allah. I, I'm not saying you can't, but I'm just saying like, you should be out here wanting to do more. Like you can never do good enough. Even the Prophet, he could never do enough. And yeah, he was and the that, best of creation. That of Allah. mindset will
0: only benefit you. It's not going to hurt you. But the mindset
1: that, oh, I think I've done
0: enough. Dude, like
1: that Dude, could, even, that could hurt even you. the people, that even the people you. that have great wealth in this world, they still chase the money. Yeah, they still, they still, they yeah, still go still out and figure out ways on how to how to make more money. Like it, can, it can never be enough for them. So why, when it comes to our spirituality, we want to neglect it? We just want things that are physical, and that's one of the things that ruins your iman in this world. When you chase the dunya so much, everything is dunya, dunya, dunya. Like you have, you have no sense of the akhirah. You have no sense of connecting with Allah, and then you wonder why. Uh, like, then you wonder why you're depressed because Allah says in the Quran, "Verily, with the remembrance of Allah, hearts find ease." But when you're not remembering Allah, when your iman is weak of course you're, you're going to be you're going to feel lost you're going to feel depressed and yes. i'm not saying that uh as in like because we as muslims right we we believe our iman is going to go up and down at times like it's it's never going to be at all time high it's never going to be at all time low like it's always going to fluctuate but we should always be trying our best to do more allah doesn't sit here and say do x amount of good deeds mm-hmm. allah says do your best and don't base your iman off of dunya don't measure your life on wins and losses
0: like oh i prayed i prayed all my five prayers today but i, I still suffered a casualty like dude don't measure your life off wins and losses because if you measure your life on wins and losses, that means cheaters are winners and the rest
1: are losers. Like that, I hate that philosophy. How about this? How about this though? Like we as Muslims, we don't think like that. Like we think, oh, I might've got injured in this world. I might've lost something, but that uh, might've been... Some my sins Allah, expiated, Allah, yeah. yeah, some of my sins... My Allah Muslims has bestowed expiated. me with rahmah. What, like, yeah. what if me, instead of let's say me getting hurt, what if I was in the hellfire? for x amount of days i would rather be hurt here in the dunya Mm -hmm, who wants to be in the hellfire we as muslims we don't even want to see the hellfire we don't want to hear about the hellfire on that day when the hellfire when allah will bring down the hellfire and that hellfire is going to be grabbing the disbelievers it's going to be tearing the disbelievers hearts the uh tearing the disbelievers apart you know because the hellfire has leader the hellfire wants to destroy the people who disobey allah who go against allah the people who don't want to who who don't want to uh, listen to allah what about these people? You don't want to be amongst those people. You as a Muslim, you want to try your best to stay away from these types of things, and you want to increase your ranks in Jannah. Imagine you're in Jannah. You're looking at Allah. You see Allah's face. You see all the all the, all the other believers, they're, they're there with you. You're going to have purified companions. You're going to abide there forever. Is this, is this not enough for you to sit, sit up, uh, to get up and go do something? And imagine it, and imagine when you sin, you, you do one sin. Imagine the angels looking down at you like, how dare this person
2: disobey Allah? Exactly. How dare you? you know, like, crazy. like you, you got some nerve. You, Allah, you got some nerve. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala said in the Quran, the people of hell fire are the firewood. Yeah, you think yeah. About that? They're firewood. Like they're disp- like they're disposable. disposable. They're gonna like, be for your acts that you, you did in this world. In and, he, and you're he, fueling the fire. Exactly.
1: That's what he said. Allah says they're gonna be fuel of the fire.
2: Mm-hmm. Like the fire just gets stronger with the more inhabitants that it takes. Like that is crazy. You think about that. Like that's <laughs> what the nah, dude, no the, way. Dude, I would want to be in that. Dude, the hellfire is not. I'm just- laughing out of fear, man. Like, it's. Not, I'm not laughing like that. I'm laughing like I'm laughing out of fear because like I would. Ne- there's no way I could even possibly like fathom
1: uh, being in that position. Be- like I, I brought up the point in, in last week's episode of the fact that just imagine someone, let's say you're a close family member of yours or one of your friends being burnt alive right in front of you. What are you gonna feel then? What are you gonna say then? Now imagine the hellfire, which is 70 times more hotter than that, way worse than that, gonna be complete darkness. It's gonna be have people screaming. They're gonna be eating pus, eating flesh, eating eating, and their stomachs are gonna rot. They're gonna, they're gonna be on fire. Like imagine this, you, you, you can't even imagine that. It's gonna be a lot worse than what I'm explaining right now. Like this is just scratching the tip of the iceberg. They're not even, they're not dead, they're not even living And the, I mean, the, look, the worst part well, about, about it is the, the well, torment gets worse Allah will always increase their torment in the hellfire Especially the ones who are going to abide there forever No, you know what's crazy? Like, people don't take take
2: it with honor that we're part of the Prophet ummah. Like oh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala honored us with the Quran A preserved criterion from all of mankind Not just for a nation, not just for a town of people all of mankind that came from the time of the Prophet ﷺ and after, until the day of judgment. People don't think how honored we are to be a part of this ummah. Not only that, but how the Prophet ﷺ, like he praised us. He praised the people who would come after him, who have not seen him, who will believe in him, who will believe in Allah in the last day. That's us. Those are us. This is us today. He called us He called us his brothers. He said, those are my brothers. Because the companions, they asked, they asked, well, like, are we not your brothers? They're like, No. My brothers are the ones who will come after me Who have not seen me But who will believe in me and my message That's us we, he, he honored us He praised mm-hmm. us And yet we we're out here sitting Going against his commandments Going against the commandments of Allah Trying to Think, argue with uh, it yeah, Trying, like to, trying argue. to argue That's, yeah. that's the problem Trying part. to argue with it Trying to say this and that Trying to give our own interpretation Of the interpretation he already gave for us the most perfect of interpretation. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the Quran, obey Allah and His Messenger. He also said that those who uh who like do not follow um the decisions made by the messenger, they've disbelieved in Allah as well. Like obeying the messenger is also a form of worship. That's why they say sending salawat on the Prophet is like uh is a form of worship. Because it's Well, it's, Allah it's, commanded us to do it. Yeah, exactly, He commanded us to do it. You think He did that out of for nothing? Like
1: <laughs> Indeed Allah and His angels send send peace and blessings upon the Prophet. All you who believe, send peace and blessings upon the Prophet. There goes that ver-
0: <inaudible> He's talking directly exactly. to us. Yes. He's
1: talking directly to you.
2: And the Prophet and- about that verse, he said, The more salat you send upon me, the better it is for you.
1: Here's the other thing though. You 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 talking about this, like uh, the Prophet, he praised us. Allah praised us. Imagine your favorite YouTuber, Twitch streamer. He reads out your name in his comment section. You're gonna go crazy. You're gonna be like, oh yeah, you know they mentioned me in this and that. What about Allah, the Creator of the the heavens and the earth and everything that's on between them? He He praised you. He talks to you directly in the Quran. The Prophet والسلام, the last Prophet, the best creation of Allah. He praises you, and you're gonna sit here and just just sit there and be like, oh, you're, not gonna, you know, z- you're not, not gonna. That's
0: not a big deal. Wish for peace and blessings for him.
1: Like we 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 are the Muslims. We need to go, be out here doing something. We need to we need to be out here a providing man, mm-hmm. a man who saved his
2: one dua, the one dua that he could ask for anything, anything he wanted, uh, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and Allah would grant it for him, any single dua, no matter what he wanted. And he said it for the hereafter for his ummah. The only man, the only prophet to do that. And you think you think uh, like you, you don't take that with honor, you don't take that with humility, that he he's doing his best help his entire ummah like, no, I'll
0: put it in per- perspective for you. Imagine a man so remarkable. Think about think about like the best people you know that are renowned. Everybody knows him. everybody like Khabib, for example. He's a very hum- humble guy. Everyone loves him. He was a he was mashallah. an excellent fighter, mashallah. Think about the Rasulullah sallallahu salatu wasalam. Think about 1400 years ago in 7th century Arabia. His name today, he's still the, his name is the, the people name their children after him. His so his name is the most common today. The most common name, yeah. He is the most influential man to ever walk the planet. Yep, he is still remembered today by every Muslim around the world. Beloved, no one would dare disrespect him. Every mosque mentions his
1: name five times yeah. a day.
0: Every mosque, like, imagine how remarkable this person. Imagine how much of a remarkable man he was. He was an orphan. He watched every single one of his children die, except with the exception for one, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, he bro. fought in battles. He fought, he fought in violence, had nine wives he, he was a husband, he was a, uh, he was he was a father a He was a leader, he was a general Think about how remarkable, and he was an orphan
1: He was a family man And he, he still,
0: no, no hatred in his heart Every time you saw him, he was smiling And through, smiles, his, through his
2: sunnah وسلم, <laughs> He gave you the ways To get closer to Allah And the, the fact is That whether you like it or not The ones that have been classed as sahih you have to believe also Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala preserved those too because he said follow follow the messenger why would he why would he give us fabricated hadith that people call sahih and say no this is not, this is not real and you know like people want to reject these types of things like no this is Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala you're talking about this is his book this is his religion this is the way of life he chose for mankind this is the 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 prophet that he uh, he held in the highest status of, of any man above any creation And you don't think that he would preserve his teachings as well alongside uh, um, his book
1: that he revealed to us? Huh? What about- Like, come on. These people that sit here and they say they only found the Quran, how do you pray? (laughs) Just pray any way you want. Like, look, just imagine, right? Like, no, like, seriously. (laughs) Just imagine you go to a masjid. You have people praying in all sorts of directions. Like, imagine we didn't have to face the, the the Qibla. Imagine- you have someone praying straight, you have one person praying right to the one person praying to the left, you have one pre- person praying backwards. Like where where is the where's the control here? Like, where, where's the organization? It's dysfunctional, yeah. Everything's just dysfunctional. And <laughs> you're gonna sit here and just deny all hadiths? <laughs> yeah,
2: it's like, it's also like, bro, speaking of hadith, like how would you know certain prayers like the night prayer? How would you know certain uh how would you know how to uh recite uh from Surah al fatiha to another surah? after that in the first two raqah huh? how would you know how to do you
0: know how to yeah how would you know how to do like it? and it's, it's these do, types we'll of things yeah, that we'll that
2: do. like will raise your um your iman like you see the character of the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam like <laughs> how it, like the hadith they they um especially for the ones that affect the way you live they're all good for you every single one especially all even the like all the ones I've read personally they're all good like they they've all taught me how to how to elevate my character how to elevate my morals and uh, my, like, my ethical values And how I treat people How I treat my neighbors How I treat my friends How I treat strangers Like how I go about my day How I pray How I thank Allah In any situation that befalls me Whether I fail Whether whether I'm successful How, how I remember Allah How I remember Allah Whenever I'm doing something That I probably wouldn't have been Remembering Allah If it was a couple of years ago Like now I find myself uh making dhikr upon Allah in, in any situation that I'm in. If I'm if I'm just sitting there doing nothing for like like five minutes, I'm gonna start making dhikr. Maybe not for the whole time, but even even one dhikr, that's that's 10 times the reward. So like I'm out here chasing as many rewards as I can, because I'm like, shoot, man, I mean I'm like I'm just I'm here.
1: Like if I'm here on this earth right now, I might as well be getting rewarded for it. Like, <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm not gonna just sit here and do nothing. Like, this is such a strong point. I'll always continue to repeat it. You being a Muslim, you being a good person, like, you lose nothing. You only have things to gain for yourself and only things to gain for the people around you. Like, you lose nothing. Imagine imagine I'm sitting here telling you to be a good person, do good deeds, worship one God, provide for the orphans, give to the poor, feed your family. These types of things, right? And and you're just going to sit here and outright reject these things and say this is a a religion of, of the devil.
0: Like, bro, you want to know, like, here's, here's proof, historical proof that Islam it really is the true religion and there is undoubted proof. It only gives you addition. It doesn't decrease you in anything. The richest man in, to ever walk the earth, he was a Muslim. There are many wealthy people today who are Muslims. So wait, it doesn't decrease you in your wealth. Just because we tell you to give to charity and Zakat it doesn't decrease you. Like, like Mansa Musa, he was the richest person. He was a Muslim. They, they want to say it's Mansa Musa. I, I personally think it's Prophet Sidi Man. <laughs> It was, <laughs> it was Look, Mansa. Look, Mansa Musa, he would like, just to put it in perspective. He was so rich that him just going with his caravan, with his, his people through Egypt, changed their economy. It changed it. He made gold worthless. Like, that's how rich he was. He was still a Muslim. The poorest person, the, the poor people of today, the, like the poor Muslims of today, they're still, they're Muslim. They're, they're
2: happy Well I won't speak for their condition But I would assume they're happy You if want to know real, Like real strength in Iman so we're, This is what we're talking about Strengthening your Iman Like forms of worship That you can Think about The life that you live No matter Regardless of what it is If you are thankful to Allah And if you have good character You're set for life That's rich That's wealth Wealth is it within your character Wealth is not, not in what you have, but it's it's in it's with contentment. It's with you being okay with what, like, yeah. what Allah has. Have given you ever you. met like a like a wealthy
0: like a rich, not good person? <laughs> like it's like even if you're rich, like I don't want to be around you. Like you know you understand what I'm trying to yep. say.
2: Well, I mean, yeah, like yeah, a rich,
0: a you. rich person, like like a, I don't want to use foul language, but like like a stupid person, like a
2: rich. like I mean, but also also think about it like this, like um, let's say. Let's say if you make a dua, you get it answered right away. Don't start taking advantage of dua to get stuff that you want. What? You know what I'm saying? Like, let's say I don't understand. No, let's say you make a dua, you get like you make dua for something and you get that thing, like almost instantly, or the same day or whatever. Say alhamdulillah. But, yeah, no, but I'm saying, like, don't take advantage of it. Don't think, okay, I got no, no, this thing no, no. and I'm chilling. No, so that, now that's, now, a, that's the a, next time I make dua, like I don't make dua. After that, until I want something again. Don't like don't don't take advantage of like the blessings of Allah. You know, like that that's what I'm trying to say. Like don't pray to Hajj. Like, be thankful. Yeah, don't be pray to Hajj thinking, Oh, I'm gonna get something every single time I pray to Pray to because you want to worship Allah in the night in the last third of the night because it is when you are closest to Allah. It is when Allah has said that He descends to the last, uh to the lowest heaven and He asks no, who, who's the, looking for my the way for I my like mercy. The way I like to think of dua. Sorry to interrupt, you, but
0: I remember one time I was talking to my brother, he was like, "Yeah, bro, the least you can do is make du'a for me." I was like, "What? The least I can do?" I was like, "Dude, that's the most I can do for you. Who else is gonna help you besides Allah?" So that's that's the
2: way I like. Besides Allah, it's, they even have no thing, help it's even the thing. It's even the thing. Like I don't mind making du'a for people. I make du'a for people all the time, especially because like people DM us now, and I, and I'll, I'll make du'a for them. But for me, I don't ask people to make du'a for me. Yeah, because I, have, I, I, I personally, personally, for myself, I whatever I want is between me and Allah. Whatever mm-hmm. I desire is between me and Allah, whether it's whether it's something that like can benefit me here, but also like benefit me with my with Islam and all that, because that's what I want. Anything I want, I want it to benefit me, my religion, and me being able to reach Jannah every single time. And I don't need other people asking for that for me because I I value that conversation so much with Allah, I don't want nobody doing it for me. I don't want nobody doing it on my behalf, I don't want none of that. Except if it was the Prophet, that'd be different. <laughs> that'd be different. But for Currently, today, whenever I make du'a, I make it on my own because I, I love doing it on my by myself. Not
0: even like Ramadan, like you will not do the du'a with the sheikh, like when they finish the Quran.
2: Are you talking about after Taraweeh? Yeah. No, that's different. No, you are trying to give me that. Or like no. even during Jumaa, you like no, obviously <laughs> that's <doing> different. That. <laughs> I, that's I mean, all of it. us making collective <laughs> I know, du'a. I know, I know what you say. Like, I know like what you are saying
0: like you wouldn't ask, those you du- just, ask just, another person to yeah, make yeah, du'a, I wouldn't
2: dua ask for me because like let's say I mean there's nothing wrong with I'm afraid. Yeah, no, definitely not. Like. Bro, people making du'a for each other—that's awesome, bro. Because that's that like good will befall you from pe- people making du'a for you. Mm-hmm. But for myself, I just like I love that conversation between me and Allah. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's that's the level that's the level I'm at right now. Like between me and Allah, that conversation—that's only for me and Him. Like even even oh even when I'm praying, I'm like it's only me and Allah. Even if I'm in the mosque surrounded by a, like a thousand people, I'm sitting there like me and Allah are the only like it's only me and Allah right now. Like the connection is just that. It's just my my head with the ground, that's it. Like I don't see anybody else, I don't hear nobody else. Like that's 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 the type of mindset I'm in. That's the type of strength you have to have because you know Shaitan, Shaitan's strong. He will you he will let you pray. If you're someone who prays, he'll let you pray, but then he'll try to whisper to you so you get distracted. So that you decrease your uh your reward. Because the best reward for the prayer is when you're fully focused upon the conversation you're having and with. When, Allah. And when you say that, I don't
0: want them to like take your words like. One, through one ear and out the other, like Allah declared in the Quran, Shaitan is a clear, like Satan is a clear enemy to mankind. There's an enemy there. Like imagine, imagine you never sought refuge from in a, Allah a from the Shaitan. Like imagine, like you have an enemy. Imagine I'm just punching Usman in the face. Like I'm just punching him in the face. He's not fighting back, or he's not asking you to protect him. Like, dude, you understand what I'm trying to say?
1: Yeah. I mean, dude, Shaitan is a bad enemy. The worst enemy to us. Because like, look, just, just, just imagine, shaitan is not going to stop trying to attack you, attack society, attack human beings, trying to, op- try to make them fall yeah. into their worst state. Like, look, even on your deathbed, the shaitan will still try to come to you and try to get you to fall upon disbelief, even in those last moments, so that you could be in the hellfire forever. Like, this is exactly what the shaitan wants. The same iblis, the same shaitan, is the same one who got our father kicked out of Jannah. And and his wife kicked out of Jannah. This is the same shaitan, even today still trying to influence you, still trying to ruin you. And you you wanna you wanna say it's not a big deal, you don't want to take him as a clear enemy, but yet the person who took five dollars from you is 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 an op all of a sudden. You wanna kill this person? But the shaitan, you 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 work with this person? not person, but like you you see what I'm trying to say. Like no, but what you're saying is right, like shaitan, he will stop you from doing anything, like like
2: for me. Attempt attempt. I I plan to I um there there was a time where I planned to pray tahajjud. like I said it. I said it uh, on a day, and I said the next day I'm gonna like the next morning I'm gonna pray tahajud. I went to I went to sleep. I set my alarm, and I didn't end up waking for it. I woke up for fajr, but then when I saw that it was fajr time, it wasn't like and I missed tahajud. I was so upset. I was like, man, this like shaitan he got the better of me this time. So then I said the next night I'm gonna do it again. Then I missed it. I missed tahajud again. So then the right, third night, whoa. The, <laughs> third nine, the third night, the third night I finally got it. I finally got tahajud <laughs> because I I told myself I was like, no, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. Like. Like I I I read uh I read before I went to sleep. I read Ayatul Kursi before I went to sleep. And I was like, no, I'm doing this. I'm waking up for Tahajjud. I I need Tahajjud more than Tahajjud needs me. You know what I'm saying? Like I wanted to pray Tahajjud so bad. I wanted to make Du'a. I wanted to speak to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And then I finally did it. But the, and then I did it the next night and the next night. And I was like, I was like, because, see, look, he he got the better of me a couple of times. But see, when you realize like he can't, he can, he can get the better of you. you can't just think that he won't ever get you because he can get you even when you don't think he's like um.
1: Like getting you, yeah. See, this is a very good point right here, and I want you guys to listen uh, carefully to this. Like, like you said, this cannot go one through one year and out the other. This is very important. The shaitan, he will get you to try and indulge in a sin. If he can't get you to indulge in a sin, whatever good deed you plan on doing, he's going to try to stop you from that. Just like right, how you said you nullify. want to pray, he's going to try to stop you from that. And even if he can't stop you from that, he's going to decrease you in that good deed. For instance, if you're going to pray, he's going to try and decrease your, your, your concentration. If you want to uh, read the Quran, he's going to try to get you to listen to it instead so that you get less reward for doing, you know, the thing that you intended to do. He's always gonna try his best, even, even if it's in the slightest way, right? Because he knows eventually over time the shaitan is very patient. He's gonna, he's gonna go, go in, and over time he'll try to get you. If he can't get you in that one day. One thing he can't stop though is sudoud. Because he weeps whenever someone goes in sujood. So going sudden go going sujood <laughs> go, go a lot. So, and when it comes to increasing your Iman, right? So th- these are obviously some tips, right? reading the quran and pondering upon it this is this is one of the this is one of my biggest things that that brought me closer to islam and uh and also uh prayer these two things go hand in hand you know especially trying to pray your prayer on time that's what, you know it's one thing to not pray then it's one thing to pray but not pray on time and then it's another thing to pray on time like praying on time is just one of the best feelings ever like yeah. you, you know what it's, i mean like
2: it's so fulfilling like praying at the prescribed time is so fulfilling. Even, even when you're outside of the house, and like let's say you're in the middle of the street and the time for prayer has come and you're like, no, nah, I got my prayer That's mat the in the car thing. and I'm gonna put it out and I'm gonna pray in public. Everybody can see me. I don't care what happens, I don't care what nobody says. That is one of the most fulfilling things in my life. Like, I'm not gonna lie, I even love praying outside. Sometimes I'm just like, you know, I wanna pray outside today. Like, so if I'm out of the house and I know, like, oh, um, like I might, I might not get home until like an hour after. has Azan. I'm gonna pray right then. I'm gonna pray there right when it ends because I'm like, you know, I wanna pray. I wanna pray outside the world. This is my masjid. I'm gonna take advantage of that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's one of the most fulfilling things. That's like that's some strength in your iman. You're like, bro, I don't care who sees me. I don't care what nobody says. I'm gonna pray because this is just between me and Allah. Like no nobody's here right now except for me, and I'm praying to Allah. That's it. That's all that's going on right now. Like everything else is like it's null and void. Like the, I don't see
1: it. I don't hear it. Uh-huh. And, so with that being said, reading the Quran and pondering upon it, yeah. praying your prayers and praying them on time. Another thing, doing more good deeds and uh, lessening your sins. Because mm-hmm. this is one thing, you know, we're all going to sin. So lessening your sins and doing more good deeds. Imagine going from- uh, For the sake of Allah. For the sake of Allah. the sake of Allah. Imagine of Allah. going from one good deed to another. And, you know, it just never stops. That's, what, that's another good thing. that seeking, seeking knowledge. Mm-hmm. So, going to more khutbas, listening to more lectures, listening, you know, taking a deen tour, you know, these types Reading of things. Books. Right. Yeah.
2: Look. Tawakkul. Yeah, one thing. Like trust in Allah. Doing everything for the sake of Allah. Knowing that every single thing you do is for the sake of Allah. Have purpose. Like all, all greetings of humility are for Allah in prayer and goodness. Everything you do that is good is for the sake of Allah. All of it. Tawakkul so in Allah. Trusting the, the process of Allah, the plan of Allah. Allah is the best of planners. And also praying, do do night prayers, man. Pray tahajjud, trust me. When I pray tahajjud, the du'as I make are answered in a way that I cannot describe. They're answered for me in a way that I cannot describe. And like the, the best thing I can tell you is that I come out feeling way more fulfilled than I did before. Like I come out feeling like a brand new man. Like, I, like I've just completed a new spiritual awakening, getting closer mm. to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's how it feels when I pray tahajjud. Like, that's one of the things you should you should at least try to do like once a week or something. Like praying tahajjud is is it's awesome. Like we'll lie, and you should do it during Ramadan. I'm not gonna lie, because if you wake up for suhoor, you might as well pray tahajjud. But yeah. Um with that being said, you know, that's gonna conclude this episode speaking about uh strengthening your iman, like the uh, forms of worship, uh getting getting better on our like on our deen uh as a whole.
1: And with that being said, you know, salamu wa rahmatullah. Alright guys, with that being said, if you guys like this video, make sure you like, subscribe, leave a comment, reach out to us, share this with your friends and family. You don't know whose life you can impact by sharing this video. And we you know just to remind you guys, we're not scholars. We're always students of knowledge. We're still learning and we're just here providing our information. So with that being said, assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.
0: Alright, assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi